Time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. is Juliana Amaral, New Bedford's own, rocking out on The Voice last night during the blind auditions, and she's joining us now on the line to talk about it. Good morning, Juliana. How are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I mean, anytime I can hear Rainbow in the Dark in the morning, I know it's going to be a great day. Awesome. Yay, that's awesome. That's how I start my day. <laughs> so, and, and you know what I thought was the best part of, of the video and, and watching your performance of that? I mean, obviously your performance is great, but seeing uh, Niall actually like doing the entire drum fill, like he knows the song. I was like, all right, I, I kind of like Niall a lot more now. <laughs> I saw that yesterday. I was like, oh, that was pretty rad. He knows it. <laughs> So this, this, first of all, we're going to talk about your experience with with uh, the taking part in the blind auditions for the for the voice. But let's talk a little bit about your background and how you got into it, because you are one of the most rocking artists out there on the South Coast right now. And I want I want people to be aware of that. You're keeping alive this music that you don't really hear a lot of people playing around these parts anymore. Um, absolutely. Um, before anything, too, I just want to thank you so much for having me on this morning. It's great to talk with you. Um, but yes, definitely. I know rock is, you know, the type of genre that you don't see a lot often nowadays. Now it's mostly, you know, country and pop, which is awesome. But, you know, rock is my jam. I love rocking out and singing rock is my favorite in the whole world. So I'm just so glad that I'm able to, you know, go out and play not only my music, but play the songs that I grew up loving, like Dio, like the, uh, Zeppelin and Queen and all these incredible artists that I've looked up to. So, yeah, we got to keep rock alive, you know? <laughs> and, and you've been performing since you were in high school with bands, and people have probably seen you perform with your band, uh, which has a very uh, easy-to-remember name. Let everybody know the name of your band. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's Band Inc. B A N D I N C. I know it's a, a small name, but you know I came up with it when I was sixteen with my fellow bandmates, and you know what? it's easy to remember. It still sticks. So that is us, Band Inc. And I remember like seeing videos of you when you first came out, and people are like, "Who is this young lady with this big, powerful voice?" I mean, not everybody can sing a Ronnie James Dio song like you can, and you have just as much power behind your voice as Dio has. 
Oh, thank you so much. That is that means a lot to me. Uh, Dio's a big hero of mine, and I look up to him. And thank you. That is a very nice compliment. <laughs> so, when you decided to take part, how did it come about that you auditioned on The Voice? How how did it come together? And and kind of talk talk us through that process. Absolutely. So I'm so happy I get to talk about this now because it was <laughs> I couldn't. You know, it was it was a secret for so long, and now that it came out, I'm like, oh, I can finally share with everybody. Um, so about a year ago, I was reached out to and, you know, somebody found a video of mine and they were interested in me being on The Voice. And it was honestly, I couldn't even believe it. I didn't know if it was legit or not. So I went out there and, you know, I was given Dio to sing. So I was like, oh, my God, I get to sing, you know, a song that I love and it's a genre that I love. And like I said, you know, I know rock is not a genre that's seen a lot, especially on television or, you know, in, in the popular shows out there. So when I knew that that was the song I was going to sing, I was like, you know what? I, I'm just so happy to sing the song that I love. I'm so happy to represent the genre that I love and sing and, you know, represent New Bedford and just have fun out there. So the whole experience was wonderful, and I'm, I feel so thankful and so blessed to have been able to have even stepped foot on that stage. So it was all in all just a wonderful experience and yeah, I'm just so thankful for it all. So they actually, they assigned you the song to play? Yeah, so it, it was, um, you know, I was given the genre rock and, you know, they picked out Dio, Rainbow in the Dark. So I was like, oh my God, that's rad. I love Dio. So yeah, it was it was crazy. And that's a song that Band Inc. has performed before. I've, I've, I've seen videos of you performing that song before. Yeah, we've, um, so first time we actually played that was in Los Angeles. I believe it was, a few months ago, first time we ever played that, and I've been wanting to play it for a while. And the reason why we played it was we were actually at the Rainbow, and I saw a picture of Dio, and I was talking with my band. I'm like, we should definitely rock out to some Dio. So they all agreed. We all learned the song, rehearsed it, and we did it at one of our live shows, and it stayed on the set list, one of our favorites to jam. You And you have played legendary venues. You played the Rainbow. You played the Whiskey. You've been out there. You've been in New York. You've been to L.A. And you get to play with some of the, the, the heroes that you grew up listening to. Yeah. it's um, Honestly, it's still so hard to believe that I get to go out there and do what I love to do. Because I know a lot of people my age are unable to do what they love and do what they have always wanted to do their whole life. So to be able to play those stages, I'm... I'm honestly so thankful. I, I really am. It's it's like a dream come true. Now you you're from New Bedford, right? Yes. But you went to of, you went to Bishop Stang, right? I did. I went to Bishop Stang, class of 2020. <laughs> so how did that work? Having you know, it, it, by day you're a Catholic school student, by night you're out there rocking the South Coast and beyond. I mean, that's kind of a that's the very definition of kind of living a dual life, isn't it? It honestly is, and it's so funny to look back on now because when I was a freshman, no, yeah, when I was a freshman, I remember um, not a lot of people knew that I was a performer because of the way that I looked. I had like these big glasses and, you know, I had braces and like everything. And I remember one of my teachers actually pulled up a video of me and she was like, Do you guys know that she does this? And I was so, I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> like, just so shy and everything and you know they were always incredibly supportive and you know i'd have friends go see me at night and it's like you say it's a, it's a double life i would you know 
do all my homework during class. That way, I could I could go out because that's one deal my mom and I had. She was like, if you keep good grades, you can you can do this. Like you can go out and do your shows. <laughs> so that was the deal, and you know, I was able to learn what it was like performing at in high school. So it was definitely a fun experience. <laughs> so, so, what age did you start performing out there in front of people? Honestly, I started performing. Um, even before the rock shows, I was a classical pianist. I used to do recitals. I was an orchestral pianist. I used to do orchestral stuff. So maybe around the age of 10, 11, that's when I really started performing. But rock and roll, really, I started performing when I was 13, 14, like with a band, which was hard to get used to. You know, you're sitting behind the piano doing a bunch of classical stuff. And then you're, you know, I remember the first song I played live I was as a bassist was... Um, rock and roll band by Boston. <laughs> so it was definitely like something to get used to, but I've always loved performing. And so w when you're on the stage and, and on the stage in front of those judges, uh, was it nerve wracking knowing that you're playing in front of musical legends? Honestly, yeah. You know, <laughs> you see, you know, they're legends and just to be in the same room as them, it's like, oh my God, this is crazy, you know? And it was just an incredible experience. I never thought that that would happen. So just for it to have happened, I'm like, you know, so grateful for it. And then, then you watch the video back and you see you've, you've got Gwen Stefani's head bobbing. You've got Rebo <laughs> rocking out. You've got Nile rock. I mean, they were really into your performance. So were you surprised that, that nobody, you know, selected you? Honestly, I was just prepared for anything. Um, you know, it's like I said, I know rock is not the big genre. So I just went in thinking, you know what? This is a great opportunity. I, I'm just going to go out there. I'm going to have fun. Whatever happens, happens. I'm just so thankful to be here. And, yeah, I was just, you know, prepared for whatever happened. And I had fun. And to me, that's all that matters is having fun with what you do. Well, I think now, you you know, you you have a very uh, recognizable look. And you could tell when the judges turned around and looked at you and like, oh, hey, she looks like a rock star. So I think <laughs> I think now you're going to get, you know, recognized by a lot of folks. And you'll be able to get out there and play your music. I mean, I guess, you know, obviously being on the show would have been a great experience, you know, to be on there as part of the teams. But also, they try to mold people into certain ways and everything. Now you get to just be out there and rock out the way that you want to rock out. For sure. And like I say, I'm just so thankful to have had the chance. And, you know, I'm so glad that I got to represent New Bedford and talk about my hometown. And yeah, you know, we'll see. We'll see what's next. I'm sure we'll have a lot of fun adventures now, too. And speaking of what's next, any local shows coming up that you want to promote? Actually, yes. Um, I, speaking of New Bedford, October 14th, my band and I were at Knucklehead. So that'll be, we do like these homecoming shows once in a while when we're out on the road. So we'll be back in our in our home base of New Bedford. That's October 14th at Knucklehead. And um, October 21st, we also have, we're, we're headlining Rock and Road Fest in um, Smithfield, Rhode Island at the Last Resort. So those are some local gigs to look out for if you want to check us out. And the important question is, will Rainbow in the Dark be in the set list? Absolutely. <laughs> there we go. So if you want to hear a performance live, you can get out and check those out. Uh, Band Inc. and Juliana Amaral, you can go out and see them live and certainly check out the video if you want to see it on YouTube. And the episode is now uploaded to Peacock, so you can check it out that way as well if you missed it. Thank you so much for joining us, Juliana. It was great to finally talk to you and keep us up to date with everything. We'd love to have you come in studio and, and hang out with us sometime too. Thank you. Absolutely. Anytime. It's been a pleasure. You All right. rock. All right. Rock on. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.
That is Juliana Amaral. Again, her band is Band Inc. You can see them performing uh, on October 14th and October 21st. We'll have a story up with all the details for you uh, probably a little bit later on today for you to find out more. Right now, though, I've got to take a break. When we do that, why don't we go out to the break as we're talking about the legend, the man himself, Ronnie James Dio. Let's go out with some Dio. In 508-996-0500. During the last break, you heard the code to try to win Trump's money. And um, I just want to point out we had someone who sent in their code via an email on the app. We've had some people have sent it in via app chat. This person sent it in via, you know, the contact us email on the app. But I just want to reiterate, in order to take part in the contest, you have to put it in the entry form that's on wbsm.com or on the app so if you go to wbsm.com and you look in the upper right hand corner you're going to see win trump's money if you go there you're also going to see at the top win trump's money and you're also going to be able to go to the contest menu at the top of the page and go to win trump's money so you can go there and that will have the page to enter in the code or if you want to use the wbsm app you can utilize that by just opening up the app. And in the middle, there's some buttons there with some some icons. One of those right on the left should be a money bag with the term win trumps and then a couple dollar signs. Click on that. Either way you go to it, it's going to bring you to the same page. And then there are boxes to enter in the code for each hour. So the, that was the 8 a.m., the first code of the day. They only activate the boxes for today's codes each day. So if you see the one that says 8 a.m., that's for today. You can type it in there. There's also some extra boxes where you can earn some bonus entries by putting in, you know, by following us on social media, sharing the contest, all kinds of stuff to get you bonus entries to try to win that 30 grand. But you have to put the code in that box. If you send it to me via app chat, if you send it to me via email or the contact us or any of that stuff, unfortunately, I can't put that in for you. Because in order for me to do that, I have to log in 
to the website, to the app, and that's going to log in as me. Unless you want to send me your username and password for WBSM.com or the WBSM app. No, don't do that. That's a bad idea. Don't do that. You just have to log in yourself and enter it in there. That's why you need to do it that way so that it keeps track of who you are so that if they do draw your name, they know who the winner is. Because if I put it in and they pick me as the winner, I'm ineligible and then nobody's going to get that money. So you want to make sure you put it in those spots there and that's the way to do it. The easiest thing is just keep your phone by you all day long. You might be listening on the stream anyway. But just have it nearby. When you hear that code, open it up on your app. Hit that button that says win Trump's money with the money bag icon. Put the code in there and you are entered to win. Speaking of your phone and alerts and all that kind of stuff, don't forget today at 2.20 p.m. there is going to be a national alert. Everybody's phone is going to go off, even if you have it on silent. If you don't want to get the alert, you're going to want to turn your phone off. Prior to 2.20. And I don't know, it might actually give you that alert when you turn it back on. It's a FEMA alert. It's designed to alert you in case of a national emergency. It's literally just a coincidence that it will be going off at 14.20. Right? Because 2.20 is 14.20 on the 24-hour clock or military time, depending on how you look at it, whichever you call it. So it's going to go off at 14.20. Why not utilize that as a reminder to say, oh, that's right, I have to download the WBSM app if you don't have it already. Now, we will never send out a loud alert like you're going to be getting at 1420 today. But we will send you out news alerts when we have breaking stories. We will send you out contests. We will send you out important information that you need to know. It won't be loud and obnoxious, I promise. But we get it right delivered right into your hands. You can also get live traffic, live weather. You can get all of our podcasts, and you can hear the stream live anytime you want, all on the WBSM app. It is free. You can download it wherever you get your podcast from, and it's courtesy of our friends over at South Coast Towing. They're the ones that make it possible that we can get that out there for you for free and, uh, and our amazing IT team that just keeps making the app better and better and better. My favorite feature is they added a block button to App Chat on my end of things. So... Every time I get those nasty messages that uh, certain people send me every day, multiple times a day, I get to block them. And that's another email that they can't use. So check it out. The WBSM app, you can download it free wherever you get your apps from, or you can go to WBSM.com and click on the listen options and you can click on download the app and it'll send it right to you. And if you ever have any trouble, just email me, Tim at WBSM.com, and I will make sure you get it. All right, now it is time to go into the newsroom and get all the headlines of the day with Ariel Dorsey. Kevin McCarthy says he will not run again for House Speaker. McCarthy spoke last night after he was ousted from his leadership position in a historic vote forced by Florida Congressman Matt Gates. The California Republic said he doesn't have any regrets passing a spending bill over the weekend to avoid a government shutdown. The Biden administration is forgiving another $9 billion in student loan debts. The forgiveness announced today applies to 125,000 borrowers who have been on an income-driven repayment and public service loan forgiveness program. 
Cell phone alarms will be going off across the U.S. today. The federal government is conducting a nationwide test of the emergency alert system this afternoon. FEMA and the FCC are running the test to make sure the alert system is running smoothly in case of an emergencies. The jolting sound should start hitting phones at around 2.20 p.m. Eastern. Five people are injured after a Tuesday night shooting at Morgan State University in Baltimore. University police were on routine patrol at around 9.30 last night when they heard gunfire and found four men and one woman with non-life-threatening injuries. During an early morning press conference, police said there is no suspect in custody. Pope Francis says fossil fuel companies are not doing enough to fight climate change. The Pope released a new document today calling for greater efforts to attack the climate crisis. Francis also criticizes Western nations and calls for a broad change in their irresponsible lifestyle. Last month was the hottest September on Earth ever. Climate scientists say the planet's average temperature last month shattered the previous September record by nine-tenths of a degree Fahrenheit, more than half a degree Celsius. That's the biggest monthly margin ever observed. And today is National Taco Day. On October 4th, Americans will celebrate their love of beef, cheese, and lettuce folded up in a crispy tortilla. Restaurants across the country will be offering deals and discounts on tacos today. Some of the major chains celebrating National Taco Day include Del Taco, El Pollo Loco, Jack in the Box, and Taco Bell, which is bringing back its popular taco subscription service. And in sports, the Patriots are still confident in their starting quarterback. On Tuesday, offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien said that the he views Mac Jones's recess performance against the Cowboys as an outlier. Jones was pulled from the game after being strip sacked and intercepted twice in New England's 38-3 loss. And head coach Bill Belichick said after the game that Jones is still the team's top quarterback entering week five. The Bruins have dropped each of their last four straight preseason games after falling to the Washington Capitals in overtime. Boston will close out at its exhibition season when it visits the New York Rangers tomorrow night at Madison Square Garden. The Celtics have started training camp. On Tuesday, Boston announced that it signed center Wenyan Gabriel. And the C's preseason opener is Sunday night against the Philadelphia 76ers. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Everybody on this Wednesday, another cool start to the day. With a patchy fog, this will give way to mostly sunny skies and temperature heading into the lower 80s for today. A little bit muggy out there overnight tonight. Another cool night. And then for tomorrow, temperatures drop into the mid-70s, but with mostly sunny skies. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Stream WBSM live crystal clear with one touch. The WBSM app. Hit it. Come play at Snape, a 
See, the young kids listening to this saying, I I know what Bo don't know. What are you talking about? Who's Bo? You don't you don't remember the Bo Jackson era when Bo knows everything. Bo they had that very successful ad campaign for Nike. Bo knows this, Bo knows that. Bo Jackson. Uh and he did. He knew a lot of stuff. That's uh Aini Kamosi. Here comes the hot stepper. One of the best songs to come out of the nineties. Very underappreciated classic. 508-996-0500. Let's go right back to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Yeah, Bo knows. I'm sorry? You're right. Bo knows. Oh, yeah. Hey, Absolutely. Know, well, what else was a Bo? It was big at the time, Bo Diddley. Yes, Bo, Bo Diddley. Diddley. You would do commercials with Bo Jackson. Tremendous. Tremendous uh, pair. That was good. That was good. Hey, I just wanted to comment on the Bo turnout. Yes. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it at all. I think that um, we get a bad rap because we had motor boater. Uh, you go to Demoulis's, you go to Hannaford, you go to Shaw's Market, you name it. You go there, hey, register, sign up, blah, blah, blah. So you get a lot of people that don't vote, they're registered. So basically you, uh, you, you, you push your numbers down to 6%, 12% because of that. The, the truth, the truth of it all is, is that people do care, and uh, and this and that. And say, so, well, they're apathetic. Well, if you reg- if you mandated everybody be registered at eighteen years old, then, then you'd have three uh, percent yesterday instead of six. You know, so, so it's, it's just a it's a numbers game. It's a little bit skewed. So, so, the- so you're saying it's skewed because they have people registered that would never really be motivated to vote anyway. No, but because people were kind, they took a moment and they uh, got, ended up registered. Motor voter, all that stuff. It inflated the, um, uh, it indicated that there was people capable of voting and they're not voting. They were never political people to begin with. Never. Now, the other thing is going to bump it up like here and time. We have a real mayoral race, a real one, two heavyweights. And that's going to bump it up naturally. And then, and so we might get a thirty-five percent turnout on general election, maybe forty. But if we didn't have all the motor border and everything else, you'd say, "Look at this: sixty percent came out." Because we too have a very overinflated registry. I think if you don't vote two or three elections, they should take your name off. But no, they don't. They want to keep it inflated like that. It, it creates a false narrative that uh, you know um, people are apathetic. No, people are not apathetic. Not everybody's political. Not everybody owns real estate, et cetera, et cetera. You've got to fight. Nobody, you know. No, right. I, I see you your point, yeah. Heavy, if you do have two heavyweights going head-to-head, that will tick it up. It will tick up. Because in this case, Eddie Carrillo's running against John O'Connell. Eddie's big in this city. He's big, been big for generations. I met the president of Portugal several times with Eddie walking around at his different properties and things and his insurance company. And he's a big shot at the consulate for, for Portugal. Titans lost a lot of Portuguese population, but they always do vote. Eddie's going to bring that vote out. He's going to bring that. He's a strong representative for the Portuguese community. And John is a very good heavyweight. All along, she's proving herself. This is going to be a battle. You don't have that this year in New Bedford. But if you did, I guarantee you, you'd be bringing out 40%. Oh, fair points. Absolutely. Because I just say, you know, if I have a big birthday party in a small 
restaurant. But I got a lot of friends. I have the same body in Gillette Stadium. They say, this guy don't know nobody. Hmm. All right, well, so I... Sorry, go ahead. So, I mean, I could go on and on with this because it, it, you, you see it. No, I... I, I mean, you, you see it. The people do care. People have pride in what they do. This city's not in shambles. You see people, you see kids smiling, happy with a new boat, this and that. Yeah, all the all the big values are still there, but you don't have to be political all the time about everything. Sure, no, absolutely. I I just think that politics has a flavor to it, and it doesn't. Right, that, and, and and some people argue that if you're not going to pay attention, I'd rather that you didn't vote. Some people that, that take that position. I think that I, I think that you understand that the, the New Bedford is strong as ever. As strong as it ever will be, maybe. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see what some other folks think about that. But thank you. Thank you for the call. You have a, only got three and a half thousand votes. Like, yeah, no, he had no competition, did he? Uh, it didn't seem like it. We'll we'll see how much Tyson Moultrie can build himself up. I'm just going to hold you there, but thank you for the call. I was just I was getting a little muddled in his phone there, having a little trouble uh, hearing all of his points. But I I get his gist. I get the gist of it. And if you look at the numbers, what he's saying makes a lot of sense because in the 2020 U.S. Census, New Bedford's population total population, 102,882 people. The total number of registered voters in the city of New Bedford, 65,783. So basically what we're saying is, and I'm just going to use very rough math here, 65% of the New Bedford population is a registered voter in the city of New Bedford. So actively registered in the city of New Bedford. Now, of course, they always have to go through and clean up the voter rolls, but it's not going to make that much of a difference out of a 65,000, almost 66,000 total registered voters. So you're looking at 65% of New Bedford being registered voters. Do you honestly think 65% of the city of New Bedford would come out for anything? 65% of New Bedford residents don't come out for the Feast of the Blessed Sacrament. 65% of the New Bedford residents do not come out for the fireworks on the 4th of July or on New Year's Eve. 65% of the po folks that live in New Bedford don't come out to parades. You don't get 65% of New Bedford to do anything. So I don't know what percentage of those voter rules you would expect to come out, but I would expect that it would be more than 6%. I get the caller's point that, you know, you've, you've got a small portion of people that are interested in it and that you might be getting 100% of the people that are interested in it. But I'm also looking at the actual numbers of what these vote tallies were, and that's where I find it to be, you know, concerning that out of everybody that voted yesterday... We're looking at, let me do some quick math here, 3, 4, 30, 40, 70, 12, 30. We're looking at only 3,700 people thereabouts that voted for mayor. 3,700 people that came out and voted for the most important position in the city of New Bedford. Out of 65,000 registered voters, only 
What did I say? I forget how many I said now. 32. So, yeah. So, 3,200, 3,600, 3,600. About 3,700, we'll call it. So, 3,700 people came out and cared enough to say, we're going to help decide who the two people are they're going to face off. That seems like a really small number. I would expect out of 65,000 registered voters, let's just say half of them actually voted. And let's say half of them actually cared to take part in a preliminary election. And let's even account for, you know, 10% of them said, I'm not even going to fill out anybody on the mayoral ballot because I don't like any of the candidates. You still would have a number that's far bigger than what it was. 508-996-0500. I got to take a break. Before I take that break, though, want to let you know about Alianza Restaurant in the south end of New Bedford. If it's one thing you can agree on, you don't have to agree on politics, but if it's one thing you can agree on, it's that Alianza has delicious Portuguese food in a warm, comfortable setting. On a day like today, you want to go there and, you know, they still have some outdoor tables, right? You can still hang out outside, but you can also get something warm and delicious inside as well. Check them out. They're on Cove Road in New Bedford. You can stop by. They currently are closing the kitchen at 8 o'clock on weeknights and 9 o'clock on weekends. But they have a bar menu. You can still stop by for a drink or a quick bite or some fun with friends at night. And you can have fun with the staff over there, too, because, you know, they like to let loose and party a little bit when the night is over. So hang out with them and have some fun. But also, you know, make sure you go there and have yourself something delicious to eat. Today is Wednesday. So the special today at Alianza is, hold on, let me bring it back up because I had it on the screen. Today's special is glazed ham and pineapple. Ooh, nice grilled pineapple and some glazed ham. That sounds fantastic. I might have to head on over to Alianza for that for dinner tonight. Check them out. You can visit them online, AlianzaRestaurant.com, or follow them on Facebook. That's where I get all those daily specials. And, uh, and you will always be able to keep up to date with all the great food they have over there at Alianza on Cove Road in New Bedford. All right, why don't we go right back to the phones? But before I do that, I want to let you know that if you're going to go out and get yourself something delicious to eat, maybe you want to celebrate that you were part of that 6.1% that went out and voted yesterday, and you want to treat yourself for doing your civic duty stop by the butcher shop at 123 dartmouth street in new bedford pick yourself up oh i think you deserve a tomahawk steak for being one of that 6.1 percent yeah get yourself a nice tomahawk steak or maybe if that's a little bit more than you can eat tonight grab a sirloin grab some terrace major you can get it right there as is or eric's been marinating some of it for you getting it nice and ready for you to toss right on the grill it's going to be warm today it's going to be a great day great night for grilling so stop by and pick up something at the butcher shop maybe some of their giant chicken wings maybe some of their celebrity pork chops you can also grab lobsters you can grab seafood there and make sure you also go downstairs and grab yourself a bottle of wine grab yourself a bottle of beer whatever it might be that you want to have to complement your meal they've got everything you need there as we always say from steaks the soccer balls but they also have great pre-made food as well so you can stop in and get something to eat right now and yeah right now they are open you can get something to eat right now without having to worry about cooking it that's the way they take care of you at the butcher shop because it's a family-run business and they treat their customers like family they want to be the place where you can get everything that you need and if they don't have it just ask eric and he will get it for you that's the level of commitment they have at the butcher shop 123 Dartmouth Street in New Bedford. Stop on by and make sure that if you do, go and get yourself something to eat. Grab yourself some of Maria's delicious rice pudding for dessert. You will feel like you were the most important person that voted in that 6.1% yesterday. And even if you didn't get out and vote, well, 
you can still treat yourself anyway. Even though, you know, wouldn't have taken that much time out of your day. All right, let's uh, go back to the phones. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. I'm calling you again. There's something I would like to know. Sure. You do know what what percentage was mail-in vote? So uh, from what Manny told New Bedford Cable Access yesterday when he made the appearance with Pete Braley and Jane Gonzalez, uh, he said that the mail-in, absentee, and in-person early voting was a total of about 600 votes. 600. So between absentee, mail-in, and in-person, all three of those to in-person early voting, all in which they had at three different locations, all three of those different ways combined brought in about 600 votes. Oh, so so uh, maybe in the future we better encourage mail-in voting then. Well, M- Manny did say that that number was uh, considerably higher than what that was in 2021. So at a time when people were still, or maybe I have that wrong in my notes, maybe... Maybe it was higher in 20... No, I think he said it was higher than it was in 2021, which you had people that back then still didn't feel like they wanted to come out and vote in person. So, so it's a good when sign. When I was at the precinct yesterday, somebody asked a woman, well, how do you get a mail-in vote? How do you do that? She said, well, you have to call a City Hall and get in touch with the Manny DeBritto's department and give your name, mm-hmm. and then they'll send you a ballot for a mail-in vote. Yep, and you want to make sure you get on that now if you want to do it so they can get it out in time for you before yeah. the November 7th election. I'm going to do that from now on because, uh, you know, uh, I'm getting old. I, I, I can't walk that far to go and vote. I, I have problems. Understandable, yeah. It, so- yeah, it sounds so, like it's made for you that way then. Yeah, so so what happened was, uh, you know, where I live, we, we talked to the people, and uh, the three of us went together because we all have problems. Mm-hmm. And, and we went by car, and we, we parked the car. We went and voted. Well, yeah, then, then uh, like I said, I heard about the mail-in vote. That, that's what I'm going to do. I think that would be best. I think a lot of people in New Bedford, that would be beneficial for them yep. to do that. Between that and early voting for people that don't have time, I mean, they're making yeah. it as easy as they can for you to be able to, to have your voice I mean, be heard. How long does it take you to sit at your kitchen table and, and, and go through a ballot? And, and then I don't think they charge you for postage either. You just put the thing together and mail it. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm not totally sure on that. But even if yeah, so, I'm not sure, but you know, it's just, you know, I don't know how much a stamp costs anymore. What's it, like eight bucks now? I have no idea. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> you know, New Bedford, sh- sh- we should be ashamed of ourselves with those kind of uh, percentages. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, I thank you for the call. You have a oh, good day. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Tim. Thanks. And uh, I do have to take one more break. Caller, hang on. If we can squeeze you in, we will. If not, Marcus and Chris will be happy to talk with you on South Coast now, but we'll be right back after a quick break. <laughs> and welcome back in 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. Hey, Tom. You know, oh, no, uh, it's not Tom. Go ahead. It's Bill, by yes. the way. Hello. Um, but uh, there's always a big deal about lower voter turnout. We go through this all the time. I get a robocall from the mayor like he's my father to go <laughs> out and vote. I mean, what do people want? Someone to come into their living room and, uh, you know, vote for them? Right. You, I, people, but, people know where the city hall is, where you go to register. You want to vote, you go vote. If you don't want to go vote, stay home. Well, but if what you do, don't know, what do you, ahead, Tim. What, I was to say, what do you think about just alerting people to the fact that there is an election? They might not be aware, so I think the robocall just telling them, hey, just a reminder, you can get out and vote on Tuesday. I don't think that's a bad thing. Well, if you're not paying attention, then you're a low-info uh, voter, and you don't deserve to go out and vote. Well, you don't know who you're voting for in the topics. 
Then stay home. Is it that they're That's not, the way I look at it? Is it that they're not paying attention, or because it's a preliminary election, it might not be top of mind? Well, some don't just don't care. There's some of them. Well, no doubt about that. Yeah. No, some people are like it's the same faces, the same results. Uh, why bother? Get off my sofa. You know uh, this. Uh, you know whatever the voice or whatever on TV, and I don't want to get off my duff. Well, you know what? The voice isn't on until 8 o'clock, and the polls close before it starts. So that's not an excuse. Right. I, I agree. But, uh, you know, I don't need uh, the politicians to be my, uh, you know, my daddy and my mommy to tell me to go and vote. But uh, you're going to do it. Do it. It's your civil, civic duty. Uh, it's your civic duty to get informed on the issues and who, who you're voting for. But this whole baloney about the decline and people don't want to vote. Hey. I, That's what it is. I just got to ask you: if, if I tell you on on a Tuesday morning to remember to go out and vote, you don't you don't you don't take offense in that, do you? On a Tuesday morning, yeah, like on the day of the election. If I'm, if I'm telling you, just don't take offense. I don't mean it toward no, you, just Bill. Don't send me a robocall because I'll just erase it. All right, I would definitely will not do that. I promise. All right, Tim. All right, you have a good day. And uh, I mean, it's a fair point. If you are. Someone who has the information to get out there and vote, you're aware that it's coming up. I do think, though, with a preliminary election, it slips people's minds, especially on a nice day like yesterday, where they say, oh, what a great day. I'm going to go down to, you know, Fort Tabor and sit outside and have my lunch. And then you get it back and you're like, oh, I'm supposed to go vote during my lunch break. And then you don't get out of work. So I think having those reminders were okay. I think getting a robocall maybe once, maybe even twice is okay. But I, I do think that there's, there needs to be...